podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Dream Team Tonic Podcast, episode 69, uh, with me, Tony, who is a little bit poor, so just uh, ignore me, um, me bunged up nose and me coughing and sputtering up. I'll try, I'll try to mute me, 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 me mic as much as I can. Uh, with me as usual, Ben, you there, Ben? Hi mate, you alright? Alright mate, and James, are you there? Hi Tony, I'm here. You're both going to have to carry me through this one, I think. Uh, the lurgy's got a hold of me. Um <laughs> Yeah, good to have you both back on as usual. Um, not long left now in the season. We've probably got about three podcasts left uh, after this one, or maybe two after this one. Not too sure, but not many. Uh, we are coming down to the nitty gritty. Um, we'll fire through our teams, see how they've done this week, and then we'll get on. So we've got a few few questions. Um, quite quite a few here looking ahead to next season and what the plans are and. And probably a little bit of reflection over this season. Um, yeah, let's get going then. You're first up, James. Uh, let's have a look at your team, mate. <clears throat> yeah, 29 points this week so far. Um, Mendy and goal, minus one. Those Chelsea clean sheeps are still eluding us. Um, <clears throat> Trent got three. Cancelo got ten. Matip didn't play, so I'm hoping he plays um, midweek. Uh, Robertson got zero. Bernardo Silva, rare rest for him. Mm. Got nothing. KDB got four. Diaz, come on. 13 points, star man. <laughs> uh, Salah got nothing. Jota got nothing. And Mane got nothing. <laughs> but I'm yeah, hoping so... they'll do well in midweek, so we'll see. That's it. Who's he got midweek? Oh, that's a good question. Do you know, I'm so tired. My brain's not working properly today. Liverpool's um, got Villa. Yeah, that's not Man Villa. City's got Wolves. Villa. Yeah. yeah, hopefully Stevie G will do us a favour. <laughs> <laughs> but he said today that he's not going to. <laughs> yeah. Louis Diaz, best player on pitch for Liverpool that, that day. He's getting the ratings now, isn't he? He is. He is. Um... Smashing it. He's everywhere, isn't he? Yeah. It's a little bit like he's like Bernardo Silva, but better. It's just like he's got this tenacity about him, and he? he's just his work ethic is unreal, yeah. unreal. Like probably matched only by someone like Bernardo Silva, who who gets everywhere as well. Um, yeah, he's a proper little terrier of a player, isn't he? Yeah. I just after one moment I think he, he he took on a couple of players. I think he'd had a shot which got deflected out and went almost out for a throw-in. Mm. And he chased the shot from one one end of the pitch to the other end of the pitch and won, won the ball back. I, I think he took it off um he took it off one of Spurs players, won the ball back, got possession, knocked it back to knocked it back to fullback. Just watching it thinking that's it's bloody impressive that. Mm. A young lad, young winger, skillful winger. He's just got everything about him. Very special player. Great signing for Liverpool. Mm. Right. 
We'll have a look at my team. Do you know, weirdly, my team's done really well this week. That's um, that's the highest score you've had in some time in the team. Yeah, honestly, it is. <laughs> um, but my luck doesn't continue. <laughs> my luck doesn't uh, continue really. I, I put in Ruben Diaz, um, and very quickly he's out for the season. So that's yeah. just the way it's gone for this team. Um, obviously, I got the five points for the clean sheet, so a little bit of a bonus, but. Edison, eight points. Diaz, five points. Cancelo, ten points. Could have had a couple of goals, Cancelo. He, mm. he had a good game. Uh, Thiago Silva, two points. Robertson, zero. De Bruyne, four. I thought he had a really good game as well. I think four, a little bit harsh. Um, Diaz, 13. Sterling, 18. Sneaking star man there with a goal in the last few yeah, seconds. Late goal, got yeah. in star man. Lovely, unselfish behaviour from Grealish. Yeah. Um, sliding that across to Sterling for, for the goal. Um, Grealish had a good game as well, I thought. Uh, Salah, zero. Mane, zero. Havertz, zero. Uh, I'm sure them three blanked for me last week as well. <laughs> All three of them. Um, but yeah, so far, 60 points. A nice week for this team, but like I say, it's not, it's not really going anywhere. Um at the moment, it is in. I forgot to find it. Can I? Here we go. It is 23k. This team, best teams currently at 600. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at, Ben. Cool. What What's your thoughts on Havertz then? You're gonna keep him. In See how he gets on yeah. the week, innit? Yeah. Um, he's still a bit of a differential. Mm. So, he's one of them. I've, I've, I've stuck with him. I just, I just have to play it out now. He's one of them where I'd move him on and probably grab him, sell a brace. It's, it's, not, <laughs> worth, it's not worth it. Um, obviously, we have to take Diaz out. Probably, probably move back to a 3-4-3 three, three in that team. Um not use too one, true, yeah. Use one transfer. Uh, yeah. Did I take Silver? Yeah, Bernardo Silver to Diaz. Yeah. Just trying to maximise the fixtures. Obviously, Bernardo Silver not playing, which, like, mm-hmm. like James said, is a bit strange. He had a rest, but yeah, they don't have that many games to this city now. Yeah. Three games left, so yeah, that's the plans with that. Over to your team then, Ben. Yeah, um, 50 points this week so far. Um, it's up to 377th now. Happy days. Uh, I uh, had two transfers left on Thursday. So I've um, gone I've gone from I've gone from uh, Jota to Mane to get me f- uh, 500 grand in profit. And it's probably the right move anyway because Manny seems to be playing a lot more than Jota now. Um, and then I went Sterling to Bernardo Silva, so I gained four hundred grand on that as well. But um, Bernardo Silva, I thought, ah, oh, he's he's nailed in that team. So come this weekend, Sterling's back in, Silva's out. <laughs> so I'm there thinking, what do I do? Do I, do I Got four, got three weeks left of the season. Do I just hold or do I just attack? And I just went right. I discussed with you, didn't I? I went on the WhatsApp chat, and 
I said, oh, I'm thinking of bringing Sterling back in. So I just went from Bernardo Silva back to Sterling and he's gone and rewarded me with 18 points. <laughs> yeah, great move. <laughs> yeah, and some money back in the bank is also, that's quite good. Um, I'd be surprised. Well, you shouldn't, I can't get dropped now, surely, for midweek, Sterling, after getting two goals. <laughs> Want a bet? Yeah. It's yeah. it. He'll do what he wants. Yeah. Well, I, I had... I ain't used any transfers yet, so I thought, well, I'll use one this week, and I yeah. done that. So, yeah. So, uh, um, got Mendy in goal minus one, Robertson zero, Cancelo got an assist and a clean sheet, Alexandrano three, Van Dijk zero, De Bruyne, Sterling, Diaz, Salah, Kane, Mane. Kane got three points. Um. My best team now is 191st. It's gone up now, so I'm happy with that. It was, I was floating around the top 200 for a bit. But yeah. Um, yeah, so four, four transfers left. I'm uh, see what I'll see what I do with that next week then. Happy days. Lovely stuff. Where's your, where's your top team ranked, James, at the minute? 175th. Catching you up, James. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Not far We've been questioning all our ranks a bit later on, actually. Uh, Here we do. I've, uh, I'm only 35 points off the top 100 now, so it's quite close up there, isn't it? Mm. It is. Yeah. yeah, it is. Right. Over to the questions. Um, first up, we've got Connor. Um, can we have a sneak peek of any content you guys will be providing during the football break? Pretty please. <laughs> um, James. Well, Connor, um, we're taking, we're going to take um, the month of June off from podding. Um, we will be doing, we'll be using that time to uh, plan our pre-season content. Um, we're actually going to pause, the, pause the patron payments in June. Um, but you can expect lots of uh, great Patreon articles and podcasts in July in the run up to the start of the season. And um, as one of our uh, <clears throat> one of our website writers, because you, you do the blog, you'll be uh, one of the first to hear about it. So uh, watch this space. Yeah, definitely. Loads planned. Uh, looking forward to to getting loads of loads of stuff done pre pre season. Um, this will get a full pre season under our belt. All three of us. Um, everyone that's in the Patreon, obviously, can have some good prep, good prep going into the new season. It's going to be good, good fun. Um, yeah, don't want to divulge too much, Connor, but yeah, lots in store. Um, that will be trickled out over the next uh, three, four, five weeks. Um, right, Patrick, DT Patrick. Question for the host, what were the key things you feel you got right on Dream Team this season and what were the key things you feel you got wrong and will look to remedy for next season? Um, James? Well, um, I've seemed to have been um, pretty economical with my transfers this year, apart from maybe the first couple of months where you're trying to suss out the best players and jump on some price rises so you don't get priced out. Um Generally, I've got transfers at the end of the month left over and I've used those to set myself up for the following month and I never seem to be in a situation where I've got, where I've, I've run out of transfers and I've got injuries and things like that. So that's worked well for me. 
Um, that's what I was doing in my with with my top side um, and a few of the others. Um, I suppose you could argue perhaps I could have been a bit more aggressive at certain points in the season. Something I've been thinking about, um, but I've had success by holding back some of those transfers, and um, it does allow you to get ahead of the template and jump on changing situations quickly when some other managers might, you know, you get to the last week or two of the of the month and they might have burnt all their transfers. Well, I can, if something happens, you know, a player gets injured and you think, well, that guy's now going to be nailed on, you can, you can then jump on him. It does give you flexibility to sort of make strategic moves um, yeah. if you've got a few transfers in your back pocket. So that's worked quite well for me this year. And, I, and that's, sort of uh, lends itself to my playing style, really. Um, <clears throat> in terms of um, things not gone so well this year, <clears throat> I think um, moving off the Liverpool blocks um, to Chelsea was didn't work very well for me this year. I was trying to... And I was in the top 100, um, trying to break the top 10. <laughs> and um, it had the opposite effect, unfortunately. But you've got to try these things. Um the other thing I wrote down was um, I started with Fabianski in, in a couple of my um, in goal in a couple of my key teams, including the podcast team, if you remember, and that was a bit of a painful experience. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was sort of a mid, around mid price, and he just every week he just kept dropping and dropping in price, yeah. and he wasn't even playing the European fixtures that I brought him in for because uh, they were using the reserve goalie for those for those games. Um, so I think there's something to be said for a set and forget keeper in a way, although I did see some people do reasonably well with the likes of Sanchez and Jose Sarr, um, at the start of the season. So my strategy for my goalkeeper isn't really set in stone yet, but, um, I'm erring towards keeping it safe in goal this year. Cause, um, it's not really a position you want to be making transfers for, um, especially at the beginning of the season. Um, and um, the other thing that I've taken away from this year is I, I would be wary of teams playing in the um, the sort of the qualifying rounds of the, of the lesser European competitions. Um, so they they tend to put out weakened sides, and you you, you think, oh, I'm going to load up on load of Spurs players, and then next thing you know, the reserves are pr- pretty much playing. So I think you need to be wary of those early qualifying rounds in Europe. So that, that's that's a few of my takeaways from from this season. Yeah, really good there, really good, James. Ben. Yeah, I think I concur with everything you said there. Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> I started with Sanchez in goal, and um, he didn't seem to go up much in value. <laughs> <laughs> but he's gone and got a clean sheet today, uh, this weekend against United, didn't he? So yeah, just when you don't expect it. Um, and I got I had Deli Ali in my team. Like too many Spurs players, really. I'm definitely not going to be jumping on the uh, qualifiers. I don't think too much. Maybe a couple of key players. We don't even know who's going to be in it yet, do we? Might no. be United yet. Oh, <laughs> yeah, United in the, in the Papa John's Conference League. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna I was gonna say to you lads, oh, you can't call it that anymore because we're in the final. <laughs> <laughs> no chance now. <laughs> uh, so such a such a disappointing end of the season. Yeah, it has. Yeah, 
Especially with with the way Leicester seem to just give up on the league as well. Yeah, I think sometimes you need continuity, don't you? Just play your best side. Mm. I I know there's a lot of games and this that over, but I don't think Leicester are in a position where they can swap and change that much. They're just I think they were the players in and out that much. Just mm. that probably affected them as well. Yeah, I think I think because they've had so many injuries though that they couldn't play yeah. the strongest defense every game. Like Johnny Evans couldn't play two games a week now. He's injury prone. Fafana was being out for like nine months, so he he had to uh, be rested in midweek and stuff like that. So yeah. Then the forward line. I know. Obviously, they had massive injuries at the back line, and they've really struggled. Siuntu's obviously struggled this season. Uh, Vestergaard's come in and yeah. looks an absolute shadow of what he was at Southampton. <laughs> a decent centre half there, and. But that, the forward line with Barnes hasn't really got running. Um, obviously, Vardy's injuries and stuff, but Daka, Ian Acho, all this, there's been a lot of swapping and changing. And just I just every time I see a Leicester lineup, mm. I, I just feel like it's like he's just shuffled a bag yeah. uh, and just thrown out 11 players. Yeah, I seen a stat the other day. It was um, between Evans and Fafana, they both played 11 games. All, see, all season in the Premier League. Wow. That's your two best centre-halves, yeah. isn't it? <clears throat> oh, that's reminded me of um, Ryan Bertrand at the start of the season. <laughs> oh, yeah, I had yeah. him as well. What a disaster yeah. that was. Oh. I mean, he was he was so cheap. I think he was two million. And yeah, um, honestly, you, yeah. you remember the marauding, well, maybe marauding is a bit of too strong a word, <laughs> but the, the half-decent fullback for, <laughs> uh, for Southampton. And then he goes... <laughs> And I don't know what happened when he went to, to Leicester. But yeah. I, I, I text you, lads, and I was going, he looks good, Bertrand. In pre-season, yeah. we beat Villarreal in a friendly. And he, he was on the free kicks, corners, everything. And he got two assists in his debut. And I was thinking, oh, he looks all right. But just didn't, didn't, didn't kick on. Yeah. Yeah, strange one. Yeah. Strange. Yeah, are you looking to a remedy next season, Ben? Yeah, probably. Like you said, avoid the uh, Europa Conference so much. Uh, try and go with uh, stronger, stronger back lines, and just tr- try and go with stronger teams. Like I've got Deli Ali in my first team. More, Lucas Moura, uh, yeah. Regulon. Regulon's a no-no from me now on. He's just been so. Like he's been so in and out with Spurs yeah. all season. Luke Shaw, I had as well. Uh, that's, I, after a, that's after a great Euros, that isn't it? Yeah. Is it? Bruno Fernandez started well for me. Now he got a hat trick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think quite a few added Bruno. I think I had him in most of my opening sides as well. Yeah, and Simicas, Simicas was in for Robertson, weren't he? Yeah, yeah that's right. That punt paid off. He, mm. he he uh, got gained in value, didn't he? And he, yeah. he? He got quite a few points early doors. Yeah. What about you? Um, I think this year I've I've probably played my transfers better this year. I've been more patient. Um, not as I, I, I love a gamble. I like a I like a little bit of a gun call punt, but I've I've sat on them and I've been more patient. I probably took a little bit of. Uh, James's game there with, because I know obviously you're very uh, patient, James. You like to play the long game and stuff. Mm. Um, but then I think, as well as that, probably improving 
my game a little bit. I think at some points it's held me back a little bit because I think I was possibly a little bit too slow and I didn't get onto that Liverpool um, block um, quick enough. I, I kind of think once, once sometimes once you, they've had like two or three back-to-back clean sheets and that, you feel like, and then you you, you see the ownership grow and grow. Mm. You then, I feel, I, I felt probably more pressure then to probably go against it and because I wanted to gain rank when re- really I should have just jumped on the wave and ri- rid the wave out with, with everybody else yeah. and then moved along. And that's probably one thing that um, I'll definitely uh, take into next season is, um, yeah, probably not to be so, so quick to write off um, the pros of jumping on that wave, even if it's a little bit late, because I could have just grabbed onto the coattails. And don't, don't get me wrong, the moves that I made, if Liverpool had have conceded a few over that really nice run they had, and Chelsea's fixtures or City's uh, fixtures have come to some good, um, it wouldn't have been, they wouldn't have been bad moves. So it's all hindsight as well in it for this game. And, um, but yeah, that's one thing. Uh, the Europa League conference is another one. Um, obviously, we've all touched on it. Then, unless they change and they do actually rate it next season, hmm. which we don't know. Obviously, there's there's going to be a new new management team in charge of of the game. Whether they do rate it properly, whether they do use who scored, whether we don't know what's going to happen with that. But if they do, then obviously it's something that we need to keep our eye on. Um, key things: any players that. I didn't touch Timo Werner this year. <laughs> not once. Uh, no, not once. Not even um, after his little blurt. Like, no, I didn't. Weeks ago. I didn't. You were tempted though. Oh no! You? Hold on. Sorry, I tell a lie. I tell a lie. I did in the Costa League. I put him in this weekend <laughs> in the Costa League. Obviously, a differential. I, I threw him in there. Um, uh, obviously, that plays month to month. So, I'm trying to trying to. <laughs> yeah, so that's the first time I touched Werner this uh, this season. So. I've grown as a manager. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of things I got right, a lot of things I got wrong. I've, yeah, a lot, a lot of things to. I think at the start as well, uh, rather than at the start of next season, I don't want to give too much away, but rather than starting with a, say, a, a Leicester block and a Man United block, mm. I think I'm we quite heavy on the top three with all my 10 teams, if it is still 10 teams. Uh, for next season, I don't think I'll gamble as much with um, and spreading it out too much. I think we know who the top sides will be next year, season, so mm. I think we we'll keep it a little bit more simple. I think the season before, when Man United and Man City and Villa and I can't remember who one was actually. It might have been West Ham. I can't remember, but they didn't play the first week, did they? Mm. And uh, I jumped on Everton in one of yeah. my blocks, and that that team finished nineteenth. Yeah, so, that, it flew that team. Yeah, that 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 was probably the per, the right time to do that. But maybe next season it's probably better to go a bit more heavier on the top sides. Don't yeah, they? yeah. I think going into next season, I think there'll be a lot lots of things that are a bit easier. I don't think it's going to be a staggered start like that again, mm. um, unless like this Papa John's Conference League qualifiers <laughs> and all this stuff starts to try and get in the way. But I don't think they're going to allow it. Obviously, with the World Cup coming up, I think it's going to be more structured uh, from the start of the Premier League. I think all teams will be pretty much, this is how many games you're playing up to Christmas. 
and hopefully, obviously, COVID shouldn't really be a factor <laughs> anymore. Um, so we shouldn't have all that messing around. Um, so yeah, hopefully it's a more of a, a structured start and a, and a structured season. To be fair, like, none of these like missing out on. So quite a few times this season, weren't they? Where you'd you'd load up on the team. Yeah. Next thing you know, they got two or three games cancelled. Yeah. And Spurs were one, weren't they? Yeah. It'd be so United. harsh. You could have been doing really well. Um, you could have been up in top fifty and got stung with some just complete bad luck. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's just obviously that's just the way it goes. Everyone's everyone gets stung by it at some point. Yeah. Good question, Patrick. Um, right on to Matt Woolley. Um, Given the league may go down to the final day, uh, but Liverpool is still in everything, what are your views on how much rotation we'll see with Liverpool and City over the next couple of weeks? James, <clears throat> Liverpool fan, what do you reckon? Well, I, I don't, I'm not really expecting anything to change, really. Um, I think Liverpool will continue to rotate Jota and Diaz as, as they've been doing. I think Diaz is slightly favoured now over Jota. Yeah. Um, Manny and start, Salah will start every game. Um, the back line, you're going to get uh, Matip and Konate uh, uh, um, will will share game time. Um, but apart from that, I think you'll find, you know, it's going to be Robertson left back, Trent right back, and Van Dijk will be the ever-present. Um, yeah. For City, I, I, I'm not expecting much... Um, Rotation at the, in their back line at the moment because obviously they've got so many they've got loads of injuries now, haven't they? Yeah. So um, you, I think Laporte, Cancelo, and Zinchenko are probably pretty nailed now. Um, yeah. Ake's got sort of a long term niggle, so he's not going to be used every week unless they're desperate. Um, and up in midfield and up top, I'm expecting the same kind of rotation as normal. Um, I don't see Pep changing. Because it's the end of the season, they still need to win their games. Um, he'll still rotate. He'll still keep yeah. trying to keep everyone happy. Um, KDB will play most games as he's key to how City play. Um, and of course, they've got no distractions outside the league now. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't think that'll. Ch- I, I'm not seeing any great change in the certainly for City in the philosophy that they go for. I mean, I suppose if Liverpool were to lose the next game, for instance, then um, you might see some changes from Liverpool then because the, the title, potential title would be gone. Second place, I think, is sewn up. So I, I suppose you might see some more rotation, bringing in some the likes of Har- your Harvey, Harvey Elliott's and possibly even your Oxlade-Chamberlain's um, if Liverpool were to lose a game. But until that happens... Um, which hopefully it won't. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't think that we'll see any anything different to what we've seen so far this season. Yeah, Cover, covered it quite well there. Uh, <laughs> ben, ben, if there's out to add. <laughs> mute. You're on mute, mate. <clears throat> hey, there like you said... Uh, uh, Man City have got no defenders, so it should be a settled back line. They'll be rotating the midfield as usual. Um, Liverpool looks like Diaz is the main man between him and Jota at the moment. Mane's playing well. Salah's always going to be in there. And 
There's not really any other options at midfield for me, for Liverpool. I've heard a few people talking about bringing in Thiago, uh, mm. Fabinho, but it's not for me that, just because of the fixture volume. But yeah, not for me. Um, yeah, in defence, Matip and Konati, like you said, you p- covered it really well there, mate. Cheers, for, cheers, Ben. Yeah, I mean, City, that back line, it's going to struggle for a partner for Laporte, mm. aren't they? Obviously, you've got Fernandinho coming there and do a job, but it's yeah. just not ideal. The last three games, trying to go for the Premier League title. Um, Rodri, obviously, I think he's had a few outings there at centre-half. And then the young lad that he brought on, is it Egan? I sound really ignorant of me, but uh, for the last 10 minutes at game against Newcastle, they brought on a young lad, a young centre-half. And whether he gets the nod there, it's a big mm. ask against some... Uh, I think they've got Wolves, West Ham, and I'm not too sure who the other game is, but West Ham, obviously they've uh, took a few scalps this season. Um, like to play against the bigger sides, it seems it suits them. Um, it's been an interesting one. Uh, Wolves, I think it'd be quite comfortable for them. Um, as the uh, comment goes, Wolves probably on the beach. Uh, not much to play for. Um well, they came back from 2-0 down against Chelsea, though, so they've still got some something going for them. Although, I suppose you could argue they're a bit fortunate. Last, that They scored in the 97th minute, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, they did. They did. Oh, well, um, they, had, they had quite a lot to play for, and they seemed to just... I don't know. Just throw it away, I think. But, yeah, it'd be interesting with City. Um, I think it's going to be very close. Obviously going to go down to the last game, I guess. Um, who do you fancy now, James, to win the league? Well, I'm hoping, I'm hoping West Ham can do us a favour or something like that, or or even the last game of the season. Um, uh, oh, it's Villa. They, they've got Villa, so um, but that's that's at the Etihad though. So the next two games are away. So you you'd say if they're going to slip up, it would probably be in one of those away games, because I imagine, um, you know, one of those, at least one of those is going to be their last home game of the season. So you you do, even if a team's um, using that phrase on the beach, um, then then for the last home game of the season, you, some, sometimes you'll find that they do raise their game a bit because um, they want to go off, go out with a bang. Yeah. The, the fans are all excited, etc. Yeah, definitely. Is that your dog, Tony? No, that's the rain starting. That <laughs> starting to hit conservatory roof now. That's, imagine, that's the, yes. imagine if uh, Coutinho scored the winner at the Etihad. Gerard wins the league. <laughs> I'm worried that Coutinho is going to score the winner against Liverpool, um, but yeah. he's not. He's not starting at the moment, is he? He didn't start the last match. No, strange one. He, he come on though, did he? For yeah. the last five, ten minutes or something. Cameo, minutes. yeah. Strange one, strange one. Nice win for Villa against Burnley, though. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see um, if he plays against Liverpool on um, in, in the midweek. Surely he will. You would think he would, but yeah, I, I thought it was strange that he didn't uh, didn't play at the weekend. But um, and, but Buendia was uh, man of the match, wasn't he? he scored Who's, ball, yeah. They're sort of similar-ish players, aren't they? Yeah. So, hmm. pound, he's a pound shot Coutinho. 
<laughs> right. Moving on to Darren Franks. Do you think the Sun will keep the same rules for next season? And if there was one new rule you want bringing in, what would it be? What do you reckon, Ben? Um, well, I'm hoping they sort out this conference league, like we said. But um, I, I, I'd be surprised if they change any of the rules. Um, yeah. There's only that rumour going around, like we said, about the wild card on Christmas after the uh, World Cup. Yeah. That's the only thing I've, I've heard. But, um, yeah, like I said before in the other pods, uh, maybe goalkeeper points for, for saves and maybe a, a point for a clean sheet for a midfielder. Like, what do you yeah. think, James? I think you're right. I, I, I wouldn't, I'm not expecting to see any changes apart from maybe that Christmas wild card that's been rumoured, which makes sense because of the World Cup. Yeah. Yeah, to make things template. I think that what they touched on, weren't they, that during the World Cups, when it's going on, they'll basically unlock and there'll be unlimited transfers until the first game of after the World Cup. Mm. I'm, I'm hoping they don't do that. Yeah, they make it really template for yeah. that second yeah. half of the season. Um, yeah. Fair on, following on from uh, Darren Franks as well, do you guys think five transfers a month plus no cap on players from one team makes the sun a bit boring come the later part of the season? Um, it's easy. It's easy to say this season, isn't it? Because yeah. we've only got two teams really, other than like Chelsea, the third option. Obviously, got Harry Kane, but and Son. But other than that, um, I think if they were say Leicester weren't rotating as much, and they were and they were vying for the top six, and they was in the final of a West Ham comp- competition that actually. Did the ratings? Mm. West Ham got through to the final, and they they weren't rotating as much. I think we'd all have a different opinion. I, I think it's it's um, five transfers a month is ample, obviously because of COVID. Yeah. Um, and I think they're sticking to five transfers, even though it looks like COVID won't be an issue next year. But I think they are sticking to the five transfer rules and in the wild card. Do you reckon it comes boring, or is it just because City and Liverpool are so good at the minute? I can James. Well, I can see Darren's point. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's been worse this year than previous years. It's it's a shame that West Ham and uh, Leicester didn't progress to the finals of the European competitions and potentially win them because uh, there was this really weird scenario that I read about where the 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 European paces could, in theory, if everything came together go all the way down to ninth place in the Premier League. Can you believe that? Um, wow. And that would mean that every, all the... Um, we'd have to win... A, an English side would have to win the European Cup and obviously West Ham and Leicester would have to win theirs and blah, blah, blah. blah. That, it's not going to happen now. Um, it's a shame that um, at least West Ham and Leicester didn't progress because, um, you know, that could have potentially meant more, more, more English teams... In Europe, so so could we have ended up with Newcastle in in one of the competitions? Um, but well, I was reading it because because um, if Leicester had won the Conference League, they would have got into the Europa League, mm. and if yep. West Ham had won the Europa League, they would have got into the Champions League, and so so on. So then the spaces have been passed down in the league. Yeah, so the places would then move down down the league, and I've, it, it was. 
theoretically possible to for it to go all the way down to ninth, I think. Wow. Which, is, which would have been unprecedented. Um, but it would have meant that there would be a much greater player pool to choose from. Um, fortunately, that hasn't happened. Um, but uh, yeah, hopefully uh, next year we'll have a few more few more teams to pick from. I've got a sneaking suspicion Spurs, if they get their transfer strategy right in the summer, will be good, good options next year. Um, yeah. Because Conte is clearly a, a, an elite manager. They can sort that defence out. Get He'll get his wing backs in, no doubt, in the summer, hopefully. If uh, Levy can uh, open his uh, moth-eaten wallet. Um, <laughs> Pride open. Um, so, yeah, I think there will be, uh, you know, Arsenal look like they're turning things around with under um, Arteta, um, although they've got some transfer business to do in the summer as well. So, you know, I think there should be more choice next year. Here's hoping. Hopefully mm. it's a bit more open. Um, yeah. Right. Seed Sobs has been on. What are all your current ranks and what were your targets at the beginning of the season? And what are your overall rank targets next season? James? Well, I, I said before the season started, I was aiming for a top 100 place. Um, and I've been, I was there most of the season. Um, I was as high as 25th at one point. Um, I am currently... 175th with my best team. That's only 30 points off the top 100. Um, it's gonna it's tricky to make quick ground at this stage of the season. I still think I've had a pretty decent season. Um, I'll be next season again. I think I'm going to set myself the same top 100 finish target. Um, it's achievable in dream, dream Team. I think it's not like FPL where you know you've got nine million players. Um, yeah. Hundred top one hundred finish. That's my that will be my aim, and then take it from there. I think. Um, yeah, I've got a couple of teams in the top one thousand. My I've, I've got another one that's in eight hundred and sixteenth, um, um, and most of them are in the top ten k. All all my ten teams, but um, yeah, there's a few that I've sort of let drift now because yeah, you can't having ten teams. You have to at some point you have to say right, stop tinkering with the ones that are not <laughs> yeah. going to do anything. <laughs> Yeah, Ben. Yeah, well, um, at the start of the season, it's always to win the game, the whole game. Yeah, obviously, you got to try and win the whole game. That's that's my uh, plan. But um, this, obviously, uh, after you drop back off of that, it's top hundred for me. Try and get the top hundred. Um, I think I've had five top hundreds over the years. But um, I'm 191st at the minute, so it's gonna be a, got 35 points to to catch up on to get in the top 100 at the moment. So I've got four teams in the top 400. So yeah, I'm gonna try get top 100 again. What about four, you? Four decent chances there, aren't you? Yeah. Like a a strong run later on, don't you, man? <laughs> Mr. Consistent. <laughs> Very, very. Um, yeah, same, Ben. Started to see, I want to win it. I want to win the thing. Um, <laughs> so I set my teams up to try and win. Obviously, once uh, unless you have a really good start and a good few months early doors, mm. obviously you have to you have to set your sights a touch lower. 
Um, and top 100, yeah, that is the aim. It was the aim. Um, but as as you know, um, trying to gain rank, you can also lose it quite dramatically. And going from, like, say, 200th, not, not so long ago, I dropped all the way down to 800th with my best side. Back up to 600 now. Uh, it's flip-flopping around. Uh, I've got two inside the top 1K, one just outside. I'd like to get them all in the top 1K and I'd like to get my best side or the other side that's uh, that's come up. I'm probably aiming for the top 300, 350. Um, next season, again, it's, the aim is to win it. Um, just take whatever little bits you learn from this season and hopefully uh, show the same patience, but then maybe a little, more, a little bit more uh, trigger-happy when, when need be. But, yeah. I think... I think James would have nailed top 100 if he didn't um, try and win the whole game. But I think he'd done the right thing by going for it. Yeah, because you would I have do. been thinking, oh, what if I didn't What if I didn't do that? Then, I'll, you know, you, you, you could have won it. Yeah. So you did the right thing in the end. No, you don't get anything for a top 100 finish, do you? So? No, that's true. You used yeah. to. You used to get, used to get uh, prize pay, payouts yeah. from the Sun. Yeah, you did, yeah. Top 100. Yeah, it's one of them. You got to go for it. I think. I think when you're in that position, like you had to top, attack the top spots. You've got to, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Hopefully, next season in the same position, when you you play this, a similar attack and it comes off this time, and then you can uh, be up there come the finale. But yeah, question, question. Um, Right, Ashton Orange has been on. Uh, team's currently looking better. He's the he was uh, against the full Liverpool block, weren't he? The guy that's put a full team of Liverpool out, all eleven players in it. Um, and then Ashton Ashton's team is Edison, Diaz, Cancelo, Mares, De Bruyne, Robertson, Diaz, Coutinho, Coutinho, Salah, Kane, and Jesus. I think we told him last week to go City. Yep, we did. He brought in Diaz and Jesus and Edison. Obviously, Diaz is now out for the season. Um, he says he's took our advice and gone all City. Should I use his last two transfers? I think he's going to have to tidy Diaz up sooner than the FA Cup final or the Champions League final. Um, try and maximise them games. What do you reckon, James? Yeah, so he's sort of suggested that... Um... Should he use the last two for the cup final or the Champions League? Yeah, I think um, I don't think that's a bad strategy. Um, obviously, Liverpool are the team with the with the most fixtures, but the trouble is he's against a team with with that's yeah. I believe that's um, quite heavy Liverpool. So um, yeah, it's a tricky one. That um, I would have suggested Alonso for uh, for Diaz, but um, did you hear? Um, have you heard the rumours that uh, Alonso's fallen out with uh, Tuchel? I've heard the rumours. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't dig any deeper to like, like wonder if they were from more credible sources, but yeah, yeah. I've not dug any deeper on that. Well, he was he was subbed at half time, so whether I suppose you could argue that was a tactical. So it, it does yeah. happen, but. Yeah. Um, Alonso does seem to fall out with managers, doesn't he? Or f- certainly fall out of favour um, with 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 every manager that he's ever had at Chelsea. 
pretty much. Um, except maybe Conte. Can't remember him falling out there, but uh, Conte's never around long enough to fall out with anyone, is he? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, I don't know. I was going to say. I was going to say. I mean, obviously, if for your last sub, you 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 you're looking at Cancelo to to, to Trent, aren't you? Or Kane to uh, to Mane, I think. You've got to pick the the heavy hitters, but what you do for the cup final is I'm not sure. Perhaps if you're up against Liverpool, you're going to have to go Chelsea, aren't you? Um, so maybe maybe you go Diaz. Maybe one of those subs is is, is to is to get is to move Diaz to uh, a Chelsea defender, but they're not on form, are they? No, um, it's a trouble. That's the problem. It's very difficult to go against this Liverpool block, isn't it? And that, of course, that's what he's trying to do. Um, and you, I mean, Leicester have got still got four fixtures left, but I'm not sure you'd want to risk a, a Leicester. Uh, well, if only three, if you consider if you're taking it from next Saturday. So, I don't know. I, have you got any thoughts, Ben? Yeah, it's tough now. Diaz is injured. Um, you could go straight to Sinchenko from Diaz. Yeah. Um, only two two fixtures left for City, but they should get clean sheets in them games, I reckon. Um, or you could go to a Chelsea defender, you get three games, but they're playing Liverpool in the third game, so it's not much of a benefit, really. Um, mm. And then, like, I was looking at... If Diaz was fit, I was looking at maybe on the last day of the Premier League season, selling Coutinho and Jesus... For like Son and Kulusevski, attack that Norwich fixture. Yeah, it's a good show. But now Diaz is injured. You've probably got to look at changing him. So yeah, like I said before, Zinchenko or Chelsea defender. Is there an argument to to say actually uh, leave Diaz in, even though he's injured, and maybe Mm -hmm. just he's only got two transfers left, and use those for high upside gains. So if you mm. can't replace Diaz with a high upside player, maybe there's an argument to to keep him in there because you know he's got a ceiling, hasn't he? Unless he yeah. gets a goal, um, that's another thing to think about. I'm not saying that's the way to play it. I'm sort of just putting it out there, really. It's, yeah. it's worth considering. Yeah, not I, ideal, I, but I, I can't really remember what 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 the the point difference is like between the two teams either. Obviously, that has a bearing, maybe. Because after last week, obviously, like Diaz did all right, but Salah blanked, Mane blanked, Yota blanked, uh, Liverpool conceded. Um, unfortunately for Ashton, he didn't have Sterling, mm. Foden, um, but he got he got the uh, he got the City clean sheets. Be interested to see what the point, point difference is like. Whether he saves the two transfers, hopes that City outgun. Liverpool from now till that Champions League final, and then just maybe block with them two transfers because he might have got he might have mustered up a ten or twelve point lead. If you know what I mean, yeah. But yeah, without seeing it, we, we won't know. But I see Zinchenko got ten points this week so far. Yeah, he got an assist. Yeah, very so, unlucky not to score as well. Yeah, you know, that's not a bad return for. He's he's not point one less than um, Diaz. Um, so they're similar sort of price, so that could be a ready-made swap there potentially. Yeah, 
But not many fixtures left, is it? That's the problem. Yeah. It's yeah. only if you bring him in on Saturday, you've got two fixtures. That's so, um, and then obviously to Liverpool's four fixtures. Yeah, scary that, isn't it? Unless he, uh, unless he could pick the Liverpool defender that the other guy hasn't got. If he if he hasn't got all five hmm. local defenders. Yeah. Well, I noticed Canate started in the league uh, at the weekend against Spurs. Hmm. Um, that's unusual. Matip's played yeah. most games in the league. Canate's been playing in the Champions League. Um, be interesting to see what happens in the Champions League final. I can't see him not playing Canate again because you can't go that long. You can't go into a Champions League final and be completely cold. You need some yeah. sort of rhythm, don't you? So Canate may actually get more game time, but I. Yeah. But at the same time, he's going to share game time with Matip. So I don't yeah. know. Uh, tricky one. Tricky one. Right, moving on. Dan Cox, what do you make of all the errors with who scored and the points recently? Um, it's been a big uh, explosion on the, um, on Twitter and, and other things. Obviously, um, I think obviously with the um, Papa John's Europa League conference thing, um, obviously it's not been scored properly, and throughout the season it's proved a bit of a frustration. Uh, players scoring goals, and not not getting star man awards, and and other things, um, scoring the, or assisting and not even getting a seven rating. So it's it's been a it's been a bit of a constant. I think there's one particular instance where Madison's been yellow carded and and not um, had his rating affected or um, or had the yellow the yellow card taken from it, away from his points. So it's a, a bit of an issue, obviously. When you when you start talking about the big prize money at the top, it's not good. Um, it's it's a game that. Obviously, it's got its flaws, hasn't it? And it's, it's so frustrating. And you try to put yourself in that that manager's position. Ah, I'd be pissed off. I'd be pissed off, especially if it's affecting my uh, scores. Especially when they're so tight as well. It's not like one, two points can win or lose you a game. So, and obviously, it's a life changing amount of money. What do you reckon, James? What What do you make of it all? Well, yeah, like you said, the the conference ratings have been all over the place this season. Um, they, they tend to start, all the players will start at six and then they won't move until the end of the game. It's almost like they're manually fiddling around with it towards the end. Although I haven't seen such a start. That, that's what it was like at the start of the season. Um, yeah. the, the, the incident you're referring to, yeah, Madison got booked in injury time and um, he was bang on a seven rating. Before that, and it didn't take that that um, rating that that didn't affect his rating. So that's actually a four point swing because he got the three points for the seven rating, and he didn't get the minus one for the yellow card either. So that's a four point swing. So yeah, that's not that's not great. I'm hoping Dream Team will fix that up for next season. Um, we you'd, you'd like to think that did did uh, there's enough enough noise about it that they will. Have a look at it this season. Rectify that that error. Even if, I mean, they might not touch the rating, but the yellow card it's a little bit different to the rating. I think the rules are a yellow card minus one. Yeah, I don't think they can get away from that. The ratings is is yeah. 
I, I get it, but I, I don't think that'd be touched. But the yellow card is definite. Sure, they have to they have to rectify that. Yeah, and Ben, you you were chatting to Dream, you were chatting to Dream Team support about this ages ago, weren't you? Didn't what, yeah. what did they say about the conference ratings? They said that they uh, have an independent supplier doing the ratings for the Europa Conference League called Warner Leach. Mm. And uh, I've, I've Googled them and I can't find them on, on, on Google. So, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. Some mm. guy in a flat, flat cap smoking a pipe. <laughs> Warner Leach. Werner Leach. Werner Leach. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good, Dan. Um, obviously, we're hoping that obviously there's been a change of hands at the top uh, for next season, and and maybe they might, they get they get a a good angle on this and, and sort it all out because it does it does put a little bit of a dampener on such a good game um, every now and again. We have to bash it a little bit, but yeah, we all love playing it. But hopefully, they can rectify these mistakes because they are affecting. I think it's life changing money. Um, at the end of the day, and you won't want to miss out by a, a Madison yellow card not being deducted. Um, wouldn't be good. Wouldn't be fair. Yeah, Andy Barnett. Uh, I love an Andy Barnett question. He's back. COVID over the last three years has impacted the game in different ways. First year with the league postponement, giving clubs the chance to get all their injured players back to health. Second year, having a very packed schedule and no fans or reduced capacity. And this season, with all the postponements, decimating fantasy, squad, fantasy squads. Next season has the World Cup in the middle of it. So with this in mind, what potential problems do you think we'll be faced with playing Dream Team? And what strategy will you use to overcome the potential problems? Um, I think one of the big bits is obviously the wild card in the middle, which we've touched on a few times. Um, I think it'll be more important, probably more than ever this season, to have the quickest start a very good start and get yourself in a very good position for the second half of the season because very quickly the the estimated ownership of like the best the, the, the best like informed players and whatever else um once that world cup finish finishes everyone's in open season just to put the best side out and well when we talk about templates you can imagine what templates going to come out at the back end of that um i think there's going to be a hell of a lot Thousands and thousands of teams that will be the very like very same, maybe maybe ten and eleven players the same. So um, that's one thing we need to get off to a quick start for me. Um, hopefully the postponements don't come into play, and obviously then you're going to watch injuries throughout that World Cup. That's going to um, affect things, but it's not going to matter because you've got a wild card. So if even if there's injuries, you, like you can just sit back, kick back, watch the World Cup. It's not going to really be too stressful whether your players are getting injured or not. What do you reckon, James? Yeah, it's difficult to say, really. Um, I think with the with this rumoured Xmas wildcard, um, yeah, I, I, I don't think the World Cup will have the effect that it, um, that it might have done with injuries and things like that. And, you know, do you remember a, a lot of the England players when they came back from missing out in the Euros to, to Italy, they they weren't the same players. Were they? Look, was it um, oh, uh, his left back whose name escapes me? Who's injured? Luke Shaw. Chelsea. 
Chilwell. 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 Yeah. Um, Chilwell. You know. He, he quite openly admitted that um, that that affected him even at the start of the season. So he if, didn't even play. <laughs> he didn't even play for England. Yes, he was in the squad. Well, the squad he was in the squad. So, yeah, he didn't yeah. play a match. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's there's factors like that, I suppose. But then we'll all have that wild card to potentially, you know. Obviously, we'll be potting in and around that time. Um, we'll, we'll be discussing factors like that. Um, you know that if we, you know, if a team misses out or goes late into the tournament, um, we'll have um, less rest time and things like that. Yeah. Something to think about. Um, depends on how how well they decide to do, I guess. Yeah, man. Um. Yeah. Uh... That thing about you saying about the drink, uh, the, sorry about the uh, wild card. Um, obviously, uh, we all play Sky Fantasy Football, and um, they have like two wild cards. They call it an overhaul, and they have one after four game weeks, and and then everyone picks the best players straight yeah. after the four game Don't weeks. Make any then, sense. Yeah, and then halfway through the season, they do another one in January or so, whatever it's February. And then everyone has the best players again, so it's just it's just like everyone's gonna have this template team. I hope it don't happen. I just like fifty transfers is enough for the season. I think. Yeah. Um, I just think it's daft if they do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm in agreement. I hope I hope they do knock it on the head. Um, but from what we've heard, it's happening. So just something we've got to. Uh, Got to sort out. Yeah, I think it minimises the problems, doesn't it? But then it creates one big problem where you just end up with a, a hell of a lot of teams the same. So, yeah, quick start, essential. Right, one, one last question from uh, Twitter from Suck My Cock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> will Erling Haaland be in your game week one squad? <laughs> I'll give the short answer to this one. Yes. <laughs> um, no matter what what he's uh, valued at, I think he will be essential. Um, goal scorer, that's all City needed. So someone like him, put him through the middle. Um, they're probably happy that they missed out on Harry Kane now. I would guess by signing him. Uh, I think it's a great signing. I think in this day and age, uh, the money. What is it? It's less than sixty three million euros, isn't it? It's, it's something like that for his, for his release clause, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I guess they're going to be paying him a hell of a lot of money, but I mean, yeah, great signing for for City. I've, what do you reckon? I've heard they won't pay him more than um, KDB, who's on about two hundred and sixty grand a week. Because he wanted more than that, but you can't you can't have him earning more than KDB, can you? No. I mean, if that's I, the case, I read I read three hundred seventy five grand today. That's, which, which is not as much as KDB or something. I don't know. Oh, I, I might have got the figures wrong. It's crazy money, whatever it is, isn't it? Yeah. How much do you think he'll be worth next year in the dream team? What have Ronaldo Ronaldo come in at um, seven? Seven, I think. Yeah. Seven. So he's not going to come in more than Ronaldo, surely. I think he'll come in at seven. Yeah. Salah was six five, wouldn't he? 
Yeah. Uh, Salah underpriced. Really underpriced, if we're honest. Yeah. Um, Lukaku was six, wasn't he? Six, 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 five, maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They have certainly last season. They got a bit tougher with the pricing. In previous seasons, you could almost have your dream team. Um, yeah. They, you were, that seems to be a thing of the past now. Um, all of those, all those attacking fullbacks, they're all going to get a t- get ticked up again. I reckon. Um, oh yeah, I think they should get tougher again. If you want to stop the templates and stop. Um, make people have to be forced to buy enablers and and mm. you know show a bit of nous and, and and pick these like gems from nowhere. You have to overprice mm. these superstars, and if you do it, you'll get a much more open game. Yeah, yeah. well, seven million probably would be reasonable, but sometimes um, these players don't hit the ground running, do they? I don't know. It's yeah. early in Harland, but. Uh, we thought we probably looked at Werner and thought, and players like that, and thought, mm. "Oh wow, they're gonna they're gonna be good in the Premier League." And yeah. um, it doesn't always happen, does it? Um, yeah, I would say there's more players that don't hit the ground running than that than there are that do. But he is playing for Man City on the flip side, and he's he's gonna have the best. He's got KDB firing his bullets and various oh. other rather skillful midfielders. Uh, it's a tricky one. I'd, honestly, I reckon I'd score 15 goals a season for City. <laughs> I, honestly, it, I, they, they're relentless, aren't they? They're, he's going to be up there, like you say, being fed by the best. He's he's going he's to score an absolute shit ton of goals. <laughs> he, he's going to score goals. He's a goal scorer anyway. And then you put him in, you put him in the City side. I just think, yeah, yeah. Great signing. Great signing. Mm. Like you say, it's not everyone hits the ground running. Louis Diaz at um, Liverpool has been absolutely amazing since January. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever seen a player just come in and do what he's doing. But I think his graft and his guy, like, it's just suited to the Premier League, suited to it. Uh, Salah hit the ground running uh, when he stuck, when he came to the Premier League. Yeah, he was good. He, I watched him in pre-season and like I had him in every fantasy format. Um, and that, that was the best, I think that was probably my best ever season because I literally had him in from start to finish. Did he I'm, not fail at Chelsea though? We have like two did, or three yeah, he failed at Chelsea. But in that pre-season, I watched him and I thought, oh my God, what a player. Yeah. Um, he wasn't given up a chance at Chelsea, I don't think. No. De Bruyne failed at Chelsea as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They both played for Chelsea <laughs> at the same time. Unreal. Mm. And they give up both of them. And Lukaku. Yeah. Not good. Not good, Chelsea. Not good. Right. What about our mate, as my kids call him, Angry Pickford? He's been an absolute revelation, hasn't he, for the last few weeks? Yeah. He's doing well, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, I mentioned him as a, as an enabler and you just laughed me off the pod. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, he's done well. In the last uh, few weeks, uh, four weeks, he's the second highest point scoring goalkeeper. Uh, 27 he, points in his he last four He must have had a few Starmans, hasn't he? A few Starman awards in there. Yeah. Uh, he's better than Edison, Mendy, uh, Alisson, all of them. Only Dubravka's got one more point than him. Wow. Yeah. 
There you are. Did you put him in any of your sides, Ben? I've got him in um, what? Um, not the Costa. It's like a, a lower team. I needed some yeah. uh, money in. It's a good shout. It's a good shout. Look like a different animal now, don't they, Everton? Even Mich- even Mikalenko scoring. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Volleys from outside the box. What's going on? Unreal, unreal. So they, they've got through that tough run of games now, and they look yeah. dead certs to stay up now. <clears throat> and they looked absolutely nil to go down. Yeah, yeah. It's so crazy, just yeah. They just, I don't know. They just look like a proper team now. They all seem to be like fighting for each other and just. Yeah. Well, they've all they've all realised that they've got relegation clauses in their contracts that um, <laughs> halve their wages and still like when they get to the championship. So uh, like, shit. we can't have that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Everton fans were brilliant uh, on Sunday. They stayed stayed in the ground like for an hour after the game, just singing or <laughs> singing wow. all the way like proper mad. Brilliant. Yeah. What about Leicester then? Well, oh, crap. On the beach dot com. <laughs> he's rotating the team again, taking players out, giving players rest. You got enough? You got you? All you got to play for now is your league position. Play your best team, I think. Yeah, you got um, it, aren't you? I only watched the first half. Um, my missus convinced me to go up, to go in trimming bush. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not that one. Razor out, Ben. Hey. Did you get your razor out? No, not that one. The bush in the front <laughs> garden. <laughs> massive hedge. What well, a massive that? hedge in the front garden. It took me about three hours to just do the front bit of it. I've still got the side to finish. You should have got. You should have got one more four point zero. Brilliant. Brilliant. Right. Over to the uh, the mini leagues. Exciting news is everything's landed. All the trophies have landed uh, for all the mini leagues that we've run this season, um, and all the uh, the what's it called? The t-shirts, <laughs> merchandise, the, the, the merch. All the merch has landed. That's it. Yeah, the t-shirts, the mugs, the pens. So they're all here. They're all ready to be sent out to all our winners and and people in the Patreon and stuff, and have lots of giveaways and stuff coming coming your way. So yeah, everything looks great. Uh, it's taken away my conservatory light, but you know, one of them. Right, the leagues. So the mini league, cash mini league, Dream Team Tonic cash mini league, top ten. Um, James, should I give this a read out, mate? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> So in 10th, we've got um, Jonathan Perrault. In joint 8th, we've got Michael White and Ben Lee. In 7th, we've got Andrew Ferguson. 6th, Heath Robson. 5th, Alex Cole. 4th, Steve Legg. 3rd, Kerry Jones. 2nd, Dan Sheward. And at the top, still Alex Cole. He's got a bit of a gap there now. 32, 57 points there. Yeah, I think he's uh, it's going to be tough to, to beat Alex this year, isn't it? I think it is. I've got this trophy here for you, Alex. I, 
I pray that you live, I don't know, somewhere reasonable because these posted costs are obviously going to build. Um, Isla White he lives on. There's a few postcodes we don't deliver to. Um, <laughs> 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 no, but yeah, smashing it, Alex. Um, anyway, anyway, where are you? Let's be having you. Where are you? <laughs> I can't see you two on the mini league. <laughs> well, I, I totally, totally cocked my 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 team up by, uh, t- yeah, um, <laughs> removing my Liverpool block. <laughs> Here we're at fifteenth. Where am I? Uh, you're not too far away then. Last time I looked, yeah. I was nineteenth or something like that. Twenty nine points behind the top ten, still doable. Um, yeah. yeah, James, you're eighteenth, mate. Uh, I've got another team there in 22nd as well but that's probably a bit too far away that um, how many how many, uh, how many is there in this league there's, there's quite a lot isn't there uh, about 200 200 teams so yeah that's that league done over to the DT Tonic Patron League um, and as ever I get to read this one out because I'm never on it. (laughs) (laughs) Right, top 10. In 10th, Andrew Barnett. 9th, Sean Siddall. 8th, James Fricker. 7th, Sam Corse. 6th, Michael White. 5th, Connor Tobin. And then into the prizes. In 4th, Stephen Broughton. And get himself a nice pen. In 3rd, David Dunkley. He would get himself a mug. mug. A mug. In second, Paul McNally, which would get himself a shirt. A t shirt. And top of the shop, Ben Lee, he would get himself a trophy. And a t shirt. And a t shirt. Back on top. There he is. Um, how are you both getting on in the cup? Um, oh, James, you got knocked out by Fergie, didn't you? I got knocked out by two points. Um, I was I was beating Fergie and, and uh, um, <coughs> with, with Maras. Well, <coughs> Maras had star man for uh, for City against Real Madrid, um, and um, even when Real got their first goal, I was I was still top. Um, and then when Real got their second goal, Mares lost his star man. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, Rodrigo, I got... didn't it? Sorry, I think it went to Rodrigo the star man. It did, yeah. So that 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 killed my ambitions in the Patron Cup, and Fergie beat me by two points. Oh, and Close. don't forget your Trent. Trent didn't get uh, well, seven I rating. I like to whinge too much, and um, Trent lost, um, <laughs> <laughs> Trent lost his uh, his seven rating in the in. No, they changed it after ten minutes. They Trent lost his seven seven rating, um, which was annoying. Which would have also meant I would have uh, pipped Fergie by one point. Ooh. But there you go. You know, I, I don't like to complain. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going on, Ben? I am playing. I beat Fitzy in the last round. It was a tight game, um, and I'm playing C Tops now. Connor, 
Uh, he's beating yeah. me by I think about five points at the moment. He's gone Man City. He's gone used like free transfers, brought in the Man City block, brought Son in, which worked out well for him. Um, I think he sold Sterling though, and he bought Mares, and I sold Mares and bought Sterling. Big <laughs> swing. So that that eighteen points has just kept me in it. I've got a Liverpool block, and he's got Man City block. So it's touch and go. That's be a course on this midweek yeah. morning. I've got Kane, he's got Son. It's really very close. It could go either way. Mm, could do. And then if whoever wins that plays Fergie or Dan Cox in the semi final. I've not had a gander how them two are getting on actually. Um be interesting to get that one up, but yeah. Um some course games. Like I say, there's not many pods left of the season. Uh, we will have one at the end, wrapping everything up. Um, obviously, just having a bit of a debrief. Um, yeah, uh, we got through it. Um, I don't feel great at all, chat. So it's been, it's been. Uh, God, we've, God, we've uh, got it, got it done, and oh, no, it weren't too bad. It weren't too bad. The beers kept me going. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, if you've not been across to the website, dreamteamtonic.com, uh, get across there and give Connor's, uh, Connor's dream team blogger a read, absolutely smashing stuff he does, um, just some, some really good write-ups, uh, it's funny, informative, and it's, it's good to follow his team and his gambles every, every month, so get over there and, and give that a read, put some really good work out. Um, we've got fixtures across some the Patreon, courtesy of Ben. Uh, we've got all sorts of content across there. If you've not been on to our Patreon and and, and uh, got yourself uh, some more content, patreon.com forward slash Dream Team Tonic. Um, I know it's the end of the season. We're, we are pausing the um, subscriptions for June. Uh, we'll be back with plenty of content in July. Um, lots of stuff to, uh, to get you prepped for the new season and make sure that you're starting off um, the best you can, the best way you can, really. Yeah, uh, you get some good advice. We give you some good write-ups. We get some good pods and there's some stuff that are exclusive only to the Patreons. And yeah, obviously, we've got all we, the we lads thank... on the Discord as well, haven't we? Yeah, it's, it's a great That's... group of lads on the Discord. I, yeah. I think probably one of the most valuable things um, on the on the Patreon is the, is the uh, Discord access. Um, not only is there some really cracking advice on there and that. It's a good laugh, and there's some some good guys, very friendly bunch. Um, yeah, so we welcome you all if you if you fancy it. Patreon.com forward slash Dream Team Tonic, even just a, a quick tryout uh, for the last few weeks of the season, and then obviously um, you know it's the right decision to make in the run up to your your new Dream Team season next next year. Um, as ever, lads, it's a pleasure. Um, I'm gonna get myself to bed. Well done, Tony. <laughs> yeah, nice one, Tony. Try, try and sleep this off. Nice one, chaps. Um, yeah. Speak soon, chaps. Cheers. See you later. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. <laughs>